0: Hello! Welcome to the podcast, America's Worst Enemy, Our Divided Society. It's a pilot's guide to tools and techniques for safe landings. My name is Brad Bartholomew, and this is episode number four, entitled, Our Two Brains. Previously, I stated that most of my stories came directly from my experiences. This one comes from raising a family. Many years ago, my wife and I were sitting, a bit uncomfortably, in the office of a marriage counselor. There was no one else involved in our marriage. Neither of us wanted a divorce. We had just raised and launched two great kids, and frankly, life was being good to us. But we weren't happy, and we were fighting a lot with each other. The, counsel- the counselor first asked me to tell a story about something we had fought about. As I told her about an issue that we often tangled over, how our parents raised us, I remember feeling slightly embarrassed. It was such a silly thing to argue about since we'd already been married for 25 years. When I finished, she said, that seems really stressful. Let's talk about stress. My feeling of embarrassment instantly left me and I became overwhelmed with disbelief, denial, and frankly, anger. With all my professional training from the military and aviation on how to handle life-threatening, stressful situations, this lady, who probably took too many psychology classes in college, was going to explain to me how to handle stress. I trust most listeners can easily recognize my inflated hubris and ego. Luckily, I kept my mouth shut. Any guesses what happened next? (laughs) Gently and respectfully, she gave me, with the most amazing clarity, the most profound understanding of how to navigate stress safely I had ever heard of. Her words of wisdom even helped helped my performance while flying airplanes. It certainly helped our marriage, and I believe it helps explain how our society has become so divided. And I also believe it can help us regain our ability to work together and make safe landings again. She deconstructed and illuminated the two paths available to all humans in dealing with stress. She talked about our two brains. Here's the essence of what she said. We humans are wired with two brains. Both play a vital role in our survival and success. Our oldest brain we get from the reptiles. It's our fight, flight, or freeze brain. It's lightning quick, and it has an outstanding radar. It's always on the lookout for danger, and when it stresses danger, it instantly has a physiological response flooding the body with adrenaline, so we are prepared to fight, run away, or pee in our pants. I call this brain our combative brain. Our newer brain is the one we get as humans evolved. I call this our problem-solving brain. It's flexible. It can learn. It can figure things out. It can do relationships. All advancement made by humans scientifically, technologically, intelligently, and culturally have been made by our problem-solving brains working together, building on each other's best efforts. I said both brains play a vital role. But it's how and when we choose to use these brains that determines our sex success or failure. These differences between the two brains are often vividly on display in the cockpit when stress suddenly appears. But the, f- the first time I truly was aware of them is when the marriage counselor explained them to me many, many years ago. When you become aware of these differences, tendencies, and impacts, believe me, you will be able to feel the difference in yourself and see the differences in others, especially when stress gives you a no-notice check ride. Just to be clear, our recent enhanced understanding of the human brain, used by many different disciplines now, has been discovered by some truly brilliant research neurobiologists making remarkable discoveries. I've truly enjoyed reading and hearing about their fascinating work. But you, as a listener of this podcast, should please remember, I'm merely a retired airline pilot, concerned citizen who likes to tell stories. Here are the basic challenges I see in using our two brains to work together successfully. One, our combative brain is lightning fast. It has to be. When stress suddenly hits our lives our bodies will will feel the change and that's our combative brain being summoned to perform and perform now. 2. Unfortunately our combative brain has only three strongly emotional solution sets. Fight, run away, or freeze. Third on the other hand our problem-solving brains which has allowed us to rise above all other species on the planet, has unlimited ability to navigate stressful chaos, learn from its own mistakes and develop powerful human relationships. Our problem solving brain is not powered by emotions. It's powered by critical thinking, which often takes thoughtful effort and some time to arrive. Here's the rub. When stress hits the cockpit, (laughs) <laughs> or your marriage. It's our combative brains that emotionally grab the lead and often, often won't let go. This also instills a deeply held feeling that we are being attacked, which instantly triggers a need to fight back. So what's the right stuff? Well, it's easy to say, but it's often hard to do without proper training. Take a deep breath to calm yourself just long enough to summon your problem-solving brain to get into the game. This is always your best chance at a safe landing, even if there's a voice screaming in your head, we're being attacked, we're being attacked. Okay, again, enough of the psychobaggle. Why in the world did I tell this story in a political podcast? Come on, folks, this is Remarkably simple, even for a pilot. When we look at America's political arena today, which brains are our two warring political parties and their mega media mega-mouths using? Here's a hint. It's not a problem-solving brains. FYI, I am not naive as to which political party is, for the most part, trying to govern and hold on to reality and which political part is not interested in doing either. I promise you, I will squarely address these differences in a later self-policing phase of this podcast series. Perhaps the most important question for us today, however, is why are we the citizens from both parties cheering and supporting this dysfunctional dance? If we continue to govern governed collectively by our combative brains, the only plausible outcome is we will continue to fight each other, harm each other, and spiral downward as a nation. The only chance my new granddaughter's generation has at a safe landing is if we Americans today stop this foolish dangerous behavior, take a deep breath, calm ourselves, and start having civil constructive conversations across the divide, collectively using our problem-solving brains. Let me leave you with one hopeful observation that I also firmly believe. It doesn't matter whether you believe God gave us these two brains or we evolved into having both of them. We humans possess the most powerful tool for prosperity and success. All we have to do is collectively summon our problem-solving brains and choose to work together for the greater good. This ends my comments about our two brains. Now I'm going to double down on my year-end statement, which is an uncomfortable tool that we can all use to change what's in our own heads and to try, somewhat gently, positively influence others. Just in case a few of you have forgotten my snappy statement, I will repeat it now. I think it's pathetic that 10 months before a general election our only choice is 280 80-year-old white guys. It's February 10th as I'm writing this podcast and our two good old boys had quite a week. One fella had a special counsel say he willfully broke the law but his memory was so poor that he probably could not be convicted. The other fella's behavior warranted the Supreme Court stepping in for the first time in 250 years to determine whether a state could remove him from the ballot. He, however, is also facing several special counsel indictments, 90 charges that will probably also require some Supreme Court adjudication, and, oh yeah, (laughs) he's a convicted sex offender, and he keeps stacks, boxes of government secrets in his shower. For full disclosure, I do believe one of these men has been an honorable and successful American statesman, but the reality is he's past his prime. It happens to all of us. America, isn't it obvious we need to make a significant course correction? How about let's start by rejecting both of our political parties' first offer this year? Our emotional, combative brains may be saying, "Oh, there's not a time, enough time for doing a do-over of the elections process," but our problem-solving brains certainly knows no otherwise. The news wasn't all bad this week. At least Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin seemed to enjoy themselves with a friendly two-hour chat. But let's stay vigilant. Some people say Taylor Swift could be a government psyop. Dear God, please help America, please forgive us and guide us, for we know, no, we know not what we are doing. Safe landings everyone.